Hello, everyone. I am Alex Majorana. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. Today, we talk to Dave and Kevin of Moonroof, an indie pop band from Conshohocken. Dave and Kevin have a special connection you can only get by camping in West Virginia and surviving on solely hot dogs and beer. Having participated in open mic nights at Bloomsburg University, the boys decided to form a band after graduating. After being signed to Free Dive Records, the band recorded and released their first EP, Dream State. Having played their EP release show, they're looking forward to playing more shows in the new year. Without further ado, Neighbors by Moonroof. Kevin and Dave, thank you guys for being on with us. Hey, yeah, no worries. Thanks. 
Uh, all right. So you gave us uh, you gave us anime and movies as something that you were interested in. So tell us a little bit about that. How you got interested in them? How invested you are in them? Maybe like what's a um. Okay, so I love movies just because uh, before the music thing, I wanted to be an actor. And I went to college uh, in Bloomsburg for acting, but I always loved watching movies. And anime is actually something I got into later on in life because I tried to stay away from the stereotypes of, you know, me being an Asian American male and then I have to love anime. But then I actually really love anime and I also love sushi and I love all those things. So I'm just, I'm on board. And then BTS made, uh, you know, Asia is very popular during this time. So I was like, oh, yeah, let's keep on riding the wave. Time to embrace oh, it. Oh, yeah, I'm proud now. So you wanted to be an actor. Oh, yeah. How, how did it... What was the what was the movie or maybe uh, something that you saw that kind of uh, got that going for you to begin with? Like, how did that start? Um, it wasn't really a movie. It was more like, uh, in high school, like there was like, you know, like the pretty girls do like theater and stuff and they want to go on top. Like one day after like football practice, I saw like the pretty girls going to one room and they were like singing. And I was like, Oh, like, I'd rather do that too. Like I'll do that too. And so I like joined it and then like acting was fun. I mean, it was just great. I like girls. so what was the what was the first show that you uh had your first breakthrough role in oh wait my breakthrough role okay this is uh it's called thoroughly modern millie oh my god i did that show in high school too yeah and i was actually played a role i know it's like oh you got it but because it was like ching ho i played one of the like asian people in that show and it was like one of the most fun times i've ever had just because it was like no, like I said, I was on the football team. So literally all my friends who came for the show, they started chanting like it was actually a game. And my director said she's never seen that in all the years that she ever seen that. But then she had to like quiet them down because they started like like stomping and clapping every time I got on stage. And I was like, oh, wait, no, don't do that, guys. Like the theater show, like got to calm down. But it was a lot of fun. Like, yeah. So since then have you done any more shows or have you like been involved in that even uh maybe like more recently uh i'll be honest with you i went to college in bloomsburg and it was just so different from like high school and like it was like my directors were very blunt and like my professor were very blunt and i was just like yeah it's cool like i just like stopped loving it like i'm starting to love it again that's like now i'm just like looking around and checking out things but at first, I, I, like, hated it. And then I actually didn't do music until the last semester, really, until college, like, seriously, because my professor sat me down and said, like, oh, you're a senior. What are you going to do with theater? And I tried to say, oh, maybe I'll do this. And, like, they were – one of my professors was really blunt and said, like, oh, you're screwed, buddy. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. So I was really worried because I was going to graduate. And then I literally asked my – as you know my friends at bloom like hey guys i know i'm lazy which i i was at that point i know i'm lazy but if i literally take music seriously i promise you i'll actually try my best and yeah now we're here today so that's good so we got we got answers from you we did not get answers from kevin 
So, Kevin, you're here, too. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do outside of music? What's your what's your cup of tea there? Um, <clears throat> I guess outside of music, I like doing a lot of, like, outdoor stuff, like hiking mostly um, and traveling and stuff. Um, growing up, like, my family always went camping, so I guess that's probably how I started getting into it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's, like, I guess my main thing besides music that I usually like to do. Bird watching. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Birds are cool, but yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, like, really into bird watching or anything. <laughs> I was going to say, that falls into the nature. Like, I feel yeah. like people do that when they're camping. There are birds out there. You look at birds. And- <laughs> there are birds out there. <laughs> I don't know. I've never been camping, so I don't know a whole lot about it. You're not missing much. Like, we're not- <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. I think, to be honest. <laughs> Differ, I guess. Yeah. Like... <laughs> He said, one of my favorite things outside of music is like camping in nature. And you just said, you're not missing. My- <laughs> no, it's because, okay. So like, um, I was a year above Kevin, but my senior trip, like I went to like Daytona for spring break and then Kevin's year, they, I tagged along. They said, we're going to West Virginia. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. What's there to do in West Virginia? So we went camping. I was yeah. so out of my element. Like, you don't like I don't, I didn't bring any food. I, I brought, I thought there was gonna be restaurants around us. There's nothing. Like I ate hot dogs and PB and J's. And I was like, dude. And everyone's like, look at the nature, Dave. And I was like, dude, I can see this at home. Like, I don't need this. We were all pretty uh, ill prepared for that. Yeah. Trip, oh my God. We didn't bring enough food. We just lived on like, Hot dog, spaghetti, oh, beer, dude. basically. I think I, I think I just drank beer for like two of the days. I was like, yeah, beer is food for me right now. Great. So yeah. learning, so, learning lesson, learning trip. Yeah, he liked it. He liked it. Yeah. yeah. So outside of the West Virginia trip, uh, have you like traveled outside of the state? Like gone anywhere in particular that is like maybe like a known like camping spot or anything like that if that makes sense um i've been i lived in like new mexico for a little bit so i did like a lot of hiking out there and kind of i got to travel around a little bit when i was there i went like up into colorado a little bit so that was pretty cool like very different area than here and before that i went to arizona it wasn't a camping trip but i got to like hike around a little bit out there uh you lived in new mexico um you're close enough to Philly. Now you guys are in Conshohocken, right? Yep. Yeah. That's where we're at. So having uh, been around Philly for long enough, I have a question for you guys as someone also from Philly. Uh, What do you guys think about cheesesteaks and where do you think is the place to go for a cheesesteak around here? I like this question a lot, actually. (laughs) Like, because like Gino's and Pat's like, that's like the tourists, you know, that's where everyone's like, yo, dude, if you come to Philly, you got to get Gino's and Pat's because every famous person has eaten there. And they're good because they're open 24 hours. But like, if you actually want like, cheesesteaks that like whoa that's crazy i would go to delisandro's like that would probably be my thing or chubby's like chubby's is pretty underrated i think that's on the come up because they're right next to each other so they could be like mm-hmm. rivals too but yeah that's my go-to yeah. also that was a great answer <laughs> what's the other one we're talking about gyms Jim, gyms gyms is gyms good gyms. Yeah. i actually just gyms had is, a gyms is up there for me i actually just had a cheesesteak today um <laughs> 
there's a place in Conchi called Masterpiece Grill. So I guess if you're in Conchi, you're not going to go into Philly. That could be a good place. Well, Roxborough is not far. That's no, it's not actually far from us. So yeah. Delisandre is probably like the choice. Great I chose Conchahawken literally because I hate Philly parking. I just hate like parking. <laughs> so, like, but we knew we wanted to do shows in Philly, so we literally say, "Hey, we're from Philadelphia slash Conchahawken, so we could just yeah. far drive." So from Philadelphia, but fair from people uh, from around know where oh, Conchahawken yeah. is. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, we're like joking around because we don't really know many bands from Concha Hocken, so we're literally gonna get like a sweatshirt one day and said best band in Concha Hocken. It's kind of like the office, really like the best the boss in the world, but yeah, so like, yeah, we, we'll do that soon. <laughs> so, tell us how you guys started your musical journey. You guys went to college together. When did you start the band? When did you each have your uh, you know, musical start? So we actually all graduated in 2016 in Bloomsburg. And we used to do open mics in college, kind of, like with um, me, Dan, Kev, and one of our friends, Nick Slucci. And we did, like, this open mic called The Big Picture. And that was, like, a really bad name. Like, we, we, like, <laughs> we, like, played open mics, like, when we got asked to by our friends. We didn't really practice or make our own original music. So... It was like, like I said, it was like, I think two months before graduation, I said, yo, guys, like, please, like, let's do this. And then it took like a whole year for us to actually move down to Concha Hocken. So I would say like, we started like late 2017, like, like around, like, and then we, I think we took it really seriously. I think like 2018, like with like our, one of our songs, like Honey, Honey. And then that's where like Moonroof started beginning its adventure. So when did you guys uh, individually kind of get into music? We know you did theater. Um, is that like where you started music? And then like Kevin, just tell us your whole life story. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to go first? Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um, so it wasn't um, like I did like this church praise team. I think when I was like 16 years old and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like I'm singing for the Lord. Dope. And then I was like, and, <laughs> and then I was like, um, it was my friend, Ethan Massimelli. Like he had a guitar one time and he was like saying like this, like, oh dude, I should play. I'm going to play um, guitar and you sing. And I was like, oh, okay, let's do it. So we made some weird songs and like we made this song called Rainbows and Butterflies. And, like, Ethan was like, yo, I got, like, a show for us. And I was like, really? He, he got us a show at, like, this, like, punk metal place. So I was singing, like, a soft ballad with people that literally looked like they just did not care. And then that's literally the first time I think I did music. And then it wasn't until college where Dan, like, Dan one time heard me singing in the shower. And he was like, oh, someone has, like, a good voice. Who is that? So he, it was, like, 3 in the morning. He knocked on my door, and he was like, was that you singing? I was like, yeah, what's up? And then we became friends after that. And then Kev was actually my uh, roommate in college, uh, my freshman in college. And then, like, he played guitar, and then Nick played piano, and then we found out Kev is actually multi-talented and plays bass as well. Um, I guess that started like similar way I was I like I guess I started in church too started like taking guitar lessons they needed someone to play bass so this guy at the church just like taught me how to play bass um 
and I started a band with like some of my friends and my brother. Um, we played like the middle school talent show in like eighth grade. And then in high school, we had a band called the show and tells and we played a bunch of shows. It was kind of like upbeat, like indie rock, like kind of sometimes folky, sometimes more indie rock kind of stuff. Um, so we did that throughout high school. Um, and then in college, of course, yeah, Dave basically filled you in on the story of uh, the big picture and then Moonroof. So yeah, that's basically how I got started. So what kind of music were you playing at the big picture when you guys would just kind of come together and play? It was mostly like the our old guitarist Nick Salucci's songs, basically. Like he just like was like a he's he was in a band in high school and he he's, he was just writing his own music. So he just like wrote lyrics and songs and stuff and we just kind of sang over him. And we did this cover. It's like we just did this. We actually said this at Milk Boy recently, but we just did this cover. It was like chocolate and it was one of the first like bands that we all enjoyed sitting together. And we did the cover at that time and we recorded it and everything. And then um, it wasn't like during COVID, we like put out this cover of Chocolate by the 1975. And um, because like people started DMing us and also commenting, oh, can you put that song on Spotify? Can you put that song on Spotify? And we were like, no, nah, it's like a song that's just like, you know, it's like, you know, it's meant just for people that want to listen, but like not part of moon roof then one day i was like this you know what like i love that song i still love that song it's my favorite band and i was like this you know what we could do we could put that cover up and then like honestly it was just luck this is just luck like no skill to it but like um it got like on two two editorial playlists and now it has like <laughs> it's like our most streamed thing it's like i think we have like a one million streams on that like on spotify and i'm like oh sick but i we guess of that in like what year yeah 20 we recorded a while ago. We recorded a while ago, but then we just like tell people, yeah, it's just new. Screw it. <laughs> it's like, but it sounds good because it was literally like my friends, um, Kyle Steele. Like it was his graduation project. So I mean, that was like that's why it sounded good. But then the studio in Bloom, like it, it was crazy. It was like we. It was so expensive. It was just amazing. And then yeah. So you guys, since since starting the band, have done quite a lot um between uh playing with other like pretty big names to like winning some awards so tell us about uh like some of those like highs for you guys like what are some of those like big moments for you that like you're gonna remember as like cornerstones for the band uh biggest ones probably bbmt mm-hmm. we yeah we were the local opener for the one four five um birthday show at bbt pavilion so that was the biggest show that we played by far which was a crazy experience i'll be honest like it's it's so weird like because a lot of people like say like oh like honestly we at first we thought we would have no chance of winning but we i gotta be honest like this is like a brag but i think on our social medias like our people are like one of the most supportive people ever like like those are genuine followers and they literally vote and like tell all the people to vote. And so it was like a fan voting thing and we like, we won. And I was just like, and I, and that's when we were like smaller at that point too, but it was a bunch of our friends from college saying no way. And a lot of people were saying, yo, good luck and everything. But it wasn't until we got to the final four and everyone's like, yo, okay, now it's time to take this serious and vote. Cause I was just like, oh, it's just cool to see our name up there. But then 
we were some great bands and I was like, oh, wow. So we won the thing and then literally it was, of course, one of the best shows we ever had because it was a lot of our people came through and then, of course, like just opening up for like the Lumineers and like Def Cat for Cutie. Those are like bands that we've listened to all the time and like even meeting like Fanagram and also um, the Revivalists. It was just like we're in the same room and actually like having a conversation with them. It was like, whoa, what, what's going on? That really helped us spark up like, hey, like we played this so we can play other places too. And we actually had a line of shows before COVID and then, you know, all that drama, whatever. And like, that was like what our biggest thing was to this point. But like recently, um, which I'm very proud of, like, like I said, um, we had to sell like our EPs and everything. We This is our first debut EP. And we sold enough to actually like chart on iTunes. And like, it was like, everyone was super supportive and we're like actually setting up a raffle today because everyone was so supportive and literally we charted like number two on the alternative alternative list behind Coldplay and I literally bragged it to everyone like all my friends like thank you so much like like I literally was like generous and then like we just had our first EP release show at Milk Boy and I would say that's one of the best shows we've ever had because the energy and the people it was like like it was sold out and it was just like a great experience for like us after like COVID and everything. And then it was like our first our show kind of thing. So, yeah. So tell us about the EP. Uh, Dream State came out in October of this year. Tell us about the writing, pro- writing and release process of it. Uh, should we say like tie in or two? Yeah. 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 Um, well, so we, we, we got signed to this uh, label called Free Dive Records, and it's run by Ty Ripley and also helped by Vic Sabatino. And literally, they're like game changers. Like they've literally helped us evolve our sound and also like not worry about how much recording costs because when that's like a big part of the label, like recording. And like we've been a band, but we haven't had many songs because of recording because like. Morningstar, like other studios, which we loved, we loved being there. It was just every hour costs like close to a hundred or whatever more. And I was like, oh, I, I swear every 10 seconds I would look at the clock and every time Dan would ask a question, I would look at him like, be like, why did you ask that? Dude, you just wasted more. <laughs> like, but question costs yeah, 10 bucks. Yeah, question like, you know, like all those things, <clears throat> but like the recording process became really easy because Louis Vic, he played with us he's very talented helped us write those new songs and we sat down and wrote those new songs together and we brought it to the studio and we just made it better with ty and big so that's the short and sweet right there yeah oh, sorry kid let's go to that <laughs> yeah i guess like yeah i just um i'd come back and like right before this ep so we basically just sat down here together and just like started writing songs just like collaborating on them. Um, then we just brought our favorite ones into the studio and then they kind of helped us like flush them out there. And um, obviously the production and stuff was way better than pretty much anything we had before. We had a lot of time to work on them, which was really nice. We could like take our time with these ones a lot more. So what does that writing process look like? Uh, is it 
like you guys all sit down and collaborate do you each like bring a little piece of a song and put it together like how does that work out as a band well actually it's very funny like because kev came back but like most of the time um we do it really weird it kind of varies sometimes yeah it definitely varies like sometimes i would make a melody and then we go off that and because i don't really play an instrument except sing i do play clarinet but that's so off topic okay but i just sing and stuff and like sometimes i would just sing a bunch of melodies and then like the instrumentation comes after that and it's like that's like weird supposedly as to how other people do it because you know they probably have guitars and whatever but you know how we made like songs like magazine and then after when kev came back like with vic i sang some things and like um kev usually helps with the instrumentation right after because with the basses he can kind of go along with the melody lines and so we kind of come up with songs like a little what's that like a little different i guess you would say right so yeah 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 like our new songs like we're like coming up with new songs in our heads already but like the ep was definitely it was fun it was honestly a fun experience sometimes it was very tiring because like it was to the point like other people when i do a first take everyone's like oh yeah you sound great like on to the next one and i was used to that because i think i did that with everyone but ty and vic were on my keister and they were just saying uh <laughs> they're, they're on my, i don't know if i can curse on this so i just like keister um but they were just like oh do it again do it again do it again and i was like oh jesus i'm not used to this but yeah it was, it was, it was a great experience honestly so when when you write songs, when you do like this melody or anything, is there like anything that you are inspired by while doing this? Like, do you have like a theme to your writing or is it just kind of like, you know, this sounds really good. Like we're going to like we're going to crank it out. I'll be honest, like it's very funny. It's um, I definitely have a theme. Uh, it's, it's a repetitive theme and I'm going to keep on using it until someone tells me stop. Well, it's about like you know it's about like love and it's about like you know especially in like art like dating time like like dating apps like our recent song like border numb is literally about like going on dates and like literally being like the same process you meet someone and you do it again then you meet someone do it again and then you get bored and numb it's like people love the concept of love like whether it's good or bad like we actually make very like sad and like angsty songs but in very positive like instrumentation so everyone can sing along and everything like honey honey people do like that song but it's literally about like how you can't get over someone literally, and you're going crazy over it and you're like trying to find it and like like i said like border numb and vanilla they're very like sweet and like very like oh yeah this is so catchy but literally it's like oh i'm having issues like i'm getting tired of this like i'm getting tired of your smell i'm getting tired of everything about you but yeah, but if you want to break up with someone, you should definitely play our music and then literally like in a positive way. Like honestly, I, I but yeah, no, I think that's like the concept of what's going on. And like our music videos are like silly because like at this point in my life, I just kind of want to have fun. Like I, I don't want anything like serious in my life. So, like, so it's like this, but my dating, like, like the videos make it look like I really want to find love. Like I joke around a lot about finding love. Right, Kev? <laughs> yeah i think that's what we're yeah. about the, about. maybe we'll uh, expand it no 
No. So is that intentional when you're writing to have that kind of juxtaposition of lyrics that are a little bit um, heavier with that kind of upbeat melody or does it sometimes just turn out that way? I think so. Like, because like we love, like the bands we like grew up, like 1995, like Joywave and like Tudor Cinema Club, they're very upbeat, very catchy. It's just the lyrics are like, kind of like, oh, like I'm going through tough. Like, you know, you could still be like sad about something, but like in a dancing like beat and stuff. So what do you think, Kev? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I ever like really did it like intentionally. I mean, maybe sometimes, but. I don't know, I feel like that's just kind of how it comes out a lot of times. Yeah. I feel like the songs that, like, my band did in high school were similar in a way. Like, they're very upbeat, but, like, the lyrics are more, like, sad or a little more, like, serious. Me and Kev usually do the lyrics together, and, like, I can come up with something catchy, like, it's like this, but Kev's more of a lyricist. And then Kev would like yell at me if my lyrics don't make sense. <laughs> All that time, Dave will come with like the chorus, <laughs> yeah. And then like, I'll like do the verses or like add stuff to the chorus, yeah. and like then we kind of like collaborate that way. Yeah, I was just like, "Honey, honey," kind of came off like Kev. Like, I think just recorded me one time when we were singing. I just like like made it up, and I was like, "And she really like how that sounds," and then we like kind of figured it out together. But yeah. That's, yeah. where, that's why I was great. Kev was gone for a little while in New Mexico, but then he came back because he loved this band so much. Right, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't have... <laughs> what? Yeah. I, <laughs> I guess it comes off the ad-libs a lot, too, like you were saying. Oh, like, yeah. Seriously. Just, like, make something up, and then they're like, oh, I kind of like that, and then just oh, end yeah. up, like, keeping it. I love improvisation. I can't say improvisation. (laughs) So you guys do ad-libs at random points in time, it seems, and that's how you do a lot of your music making. Have you done any of that recently? Can we expect to hear some other new music anytime soon? Honestly, we were really focused on, like, the EP release show, so we have only been practicing for the show. But, like, in the new year, I feel like we're going to go back to, like, writing music. So do you guys plan on, like, playing some more shows? Do you have anything lined up in that regard for yes, the, the EP? Um, not for the EP because, like, we just kind of wanted to say this, like, hey, but, like, in January, we're playing at the Haverford Kelly Center. It's going to be, like, a cute thing, you know. It's going to be, like, a – I think it's, like, a – it's definitely not gonna be like a bar show. I know that. It's like an art center. Yeah, it's like an art center in Haverford. And then um, the really exciting news is in February we actually got accepted. I'm sure they're away right now because of Thanksgiving break. But we got accepted uh, for Penn State uh, Thon. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we're really happy. Like you know, like we're trying to play like some colleges. Like we just played at Eastern University, like a small show there, and then <laughs> like we literally like. We played at Thon. We're gonna play at Thon, and then we're gonna play at like the school we graduated from, Bloomsburg, and the Bloomsburg Renaissance Fair in like in April. So, yeah, that's awesome. 
So I just want to touch on the EP release show. How is that? And here, like, how is that show? How is playing that music for the first time for so many people to hear? Like, talk us through how that show went. Um, that was the show was awesome. That was one of my favorite shows that we played. Um, it was cool. Um, there's like a lot of people came out for that. Um, and yeah, we practiced a lot for that show. And like, it was cool to play like all those new songs and see people's reaction. Um, I could probably only see like the first like two or three rows of people because of the lights, but <laughs> you could tell there were a lot of people there and like some of our friends were right up front and like, I feel like everyone had a good time. Oh yeah. Like when I say that, that was actually like, I think I believe it was like my favorite show because so many people haven't seen like since high school have went to the show and literally it was like kind of crazy. Like how many people like actually Listen, of course, like listen to EP, but I actually could sing back the songs. Like, like we sang Neighbors, and I can actually hear them chanting back the song. And I was like, well, this is awesome. And like, dude, Kevin practiced this, but he was going crazy at the show. Like, he was <laughs> jumping up and down. Everyone was saying how high Kev jumps. It was so awesome. Like, I was sweat. We were all sweating, but in a good reason, you know? Like, we were all just like going crazy. And like, it's kind of funny. Like, our when you hear our music on Spotify, we're a very indie pop band. Like we're very like pop so sounding, but when we actually play live, some people say we look like a pop punk band because we actually go so hard and we yell out the songs. Like we, we like yell vanilla, we yell goodbye. And everyone's like, they loved it. Everyone was like, dude, you, that was the best energy I've ever seen you guys do. And that was like, because of the crowd, like, like I'm an extrovert. So I really feed off like people's like crowd, like, presence like i feel like if kev and dan like they they would kind of be calm collected and i'm like if it's not many people for us my you can see it on my face <laughs> i'm like oh no but when people are there then you can definitely see it on my face and i just go ham so yeah it's really it's good really good energy this yeah show, like from the crowd and then yeah like just like feeds back and forth and it's just like good energy in yeah. the room so i have a couple questions just as like little bit melded together but you have you have roots in like theater and you also play clarinet can we see those things will we ever see those things um invade your music in this band to any extent i think we should have a clarinet yeah oh maybe i don't know like this <laughs> i'll be honest i kind of like slowed down on a clarinet thing when like you know this uh, prodigy beat me out for first chair when i was a senior but anyway <laughs> i it was a prodigy. I give it to her. I, I I forgot her like full name, but like I, she was prodigy. I think she was like like all state band when she was like an eighth like eighth to ninth grader. And I was like, dude, she practiced like six hours a day. And I was like, dude, that's so much. <laughs> but I was like, no, honestly, like I try to use my acting skills in the music videos. Like, is because humor is like one of the things I love about like acting, and I love watching like movies like know super bad that's one of my favorite movies so and literally i just like you know the awkward humor like if like just our most recent video board and none like kev comes and picks me up and then kev's like hey dave you okay i'm like no nah, dude i'm sad life sucks and then kev's like it's okay do you want ice cream and i'm like yeah dude that sounds great and it just makes me happy so that's it <laughs> <laughs> well um Sydney, do you have any other questions? So where can we find and follow you guys online and listen to all of your music? Oh, 
Um, you can find us on every social media platform as Moonroof Music with a K. So it's just music with the K at them. And you can find us on Spotify and YouTube just as Moonroof and listen to all our music and Apple Music as Moonroof yeah, as well. Yeah, all the streaming platforms. platforms you can find us. All right. Well, once again, uh, Dave and Kevin of Moonroof, thank you guys so much for coming on. It has been a pleasure. Oh, thank you. Guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. This has been Little Known Tracks. Thank you so much for listening. If you or a loved one want to be featured or know someone who should, send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, do yourself a solid and follow us at LKT Pod on both Twitter and Instagram. See you soon.